Welcome to Let's Talk UNLV Student Wellness Takeover. What, what? At KUMB. We're your co-hosts, Dr. Tanya Crabb and Karen Jean Charles. Hello. Today we have Rami Bassoni. Hello. With us. <laughs> and we'll be speaking about stress. Let's talk about stress, baby. <laughs> talk about stress. Hey, let's talk about stress. Okay. <laughs> Before we, you know, bust into song, a little bit about stress management. Stress appears in many forms. It can show up as work-related stress or school-related stress, friends and family-related stress, identity-related stress, and multiple other different stress presentations. Stress is also naturally occurring and common. It's how we deal with stress that makes or breaks us. Today, we have Rami Bassioni with us to discuss stress management. So welcome, Rami. Hello. Welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> of course, of course. Happy to have you. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Yep. So I am Rami Bassioni. I'm currently a doctoral intern at UNLV CAPS. That's counseling and um, stu- student counseling and psychological services. I am just completed my doctoral degree, just graduated a few weeks ago. Nice. Yep. Thank you. And um, (laughs) I'll be starting as a full time staff member um, in August at CAP. So I'll be staying. Wow. Okay. Welcome. I love it. Thank you. (laughs) So, what exactly is stress? Can you tell us a little bit more about it? Yep. So, stress is your mind and body's response or reaction to a real or imagined threat, event, or change. So, Mm. something occurs in your life, whether academically, you know, you have a test coming up and it's the way we respond to that specific uh, event. Um, Mm. Typically, stress is, um, well, we might get into it, but Mm. there's healthy and unhealthy stress. Okay. So what's so bad about being stressed? Being stressed in itself isn't so bad. It's Mm. how we handle that stress. Um, In a way, having some amount of stress is healthy in the sense that it motivates us, it, it drives us to um, work on whatever it is that we have to work on, but mm-hmm. it's when the stress becomes too overwhelming and we don't know how to manage and cope with it, that's when it can become more problematic and impact us negatively. So Understandable. I know it's a really long list, you know, mm-hmm. it being the apocalypse and all, but <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> what are some of the things that you think, um, what's some of the sort of the stressors that students might be facing at mm-hmm. this particular time? So like you said, it's a very long list. So some things that are, that we've seen at least at CAPS are um, coping with the pandemic slash returning back to in-person services mm. um, with the fluctuation of like COVID rates. There's obviously some stress related to to um, preventing um, catching COVID or potentially, you know, going out into the world. Um, then the typical academic kind of stressors, whether it's um, taking too many courses, um, mm. time management, um, exams, not doing as well as you thought. Um, and then in your personal life, um, family concerns, uh, work concerns, work stressors, uh, relationships as well, whether it is personal or romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and then throw in kind of more uh, personal things such as like if you have your own health concerns that you're worried about or like uh, con- health concerns about pets, things like that. Really, anything can be an event that can cause stress. Mm. You know, as you mentioned that, I'm thinking about some how stressors can also be unique to certain populations. Mm-hmm. Like I imagine that with everything happening in the world, there's racial stress, there's stress around LGBTQ identity. Mm-hmm. I imagine that um, for anyone whose family members might be in an area that's unsafe, there's some of that stress as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that you mentioned that stress just shows up, can show up for just about anybody. Mm-hmm. Like no one is exempt from feeling stressed yep. out. Mm-hmm. So what would that look like? Like how would I know? If I'm stressed. 
So really the first thing is, you know, there's physical symptoms of the stress and then there's more of like the emotional slash mental symptoms. We'll start with the physical symptoms. So um, physically, you might feel very different than your normal self. You might be more exhausted. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might feel less motivated. You might feel um, you might have, you know, changes to your um, eating habits, sleeping habits. Um, you might be sleeping less or more, eating less or more, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, but physically, you'll feel very different. You might feel drained. Um, you might feel like you might have feelings of guilt and, you know, really many different things that are outside of kind of like your normal sense of self. Um, but then mentally as well, um, you might feel just very overwhelmed, feel like um, you might have like kind of this catastrophizing kind of effect where you feel mm-hmm. like, you know, if your stressor is a school related thing, feeling like you're not going to pass it or there just isn't enough time to um, prepare for whatever it is this thing is. Um, so I think it, it shows up very differently depending on what it is and for each individual as well. Can you help us understand the catastrophe? I don't even know if I can catastrophizing. Say it. Yeah, can you, <laughs> yeah. can you explain that a little more? So essentially, it's kind of like the word says catastrophe. So mm-hmm. a, a minor thing might happen. You might find out you come into class and um, you took a pop quiz, and you know maybe you got a C on it. Mm-hmm. Catastrophizing, you'll take that C and and pretty much make it much bigger than it is saying. You know, now that I got a C, I'm not going to pass. I might lose my scholarship. Okay. Um, I might go on academic probation, whatever the case is. So it's just right. really taking something that's more minor and making it much bigger, maximizing it to uh, bigger than what it actually is. Why does that sound like grad school, though? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, yep. I kind of like, oh, no, I got to be. They're going to put me out of the program. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. Wow. I, I didn't even know it was that like serious. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So it, like, like Rami said, it's it's when there's something that's one incident that suddenly becomes generalized for everything. Right. You know, um, it could be I made a f- mistake with a friend. They're going to stop speaking to me. Mm-hmm. I was late for work. I'm going to get fired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a there's a road between lateness and firing. Now, if you if this has been your occurrence, like day to day, like if you've been late you, 20 you, times you in a row, not, you, know, <laughs> you might not Watch be out. Watch out. But, yeah. but that one time, that one time. <laughs> right. So yeah. and you've been a good worker this whole other time. But that mm-hmm. one thing is mm-hmm. going to cause your whole world to collapse. For sure. Yeah. Upon you. So um, I'm. thank you for that. Thank you for talking about some of the ways that we see stress. So, um, you know, I'm a fan of the Hulk, right? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Let's wake it up. Let's talk about it. <laughs> and you know that I love using comics to yep. talk about stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's funny that you mentioned the physical and the emotional signs of stress. How does one know when the stress is getting to a point where it's unmanageable? Mm-hmm. You know? I am. I'm tired. Yes, but you know, I still get up and go to school and go to mm-hmm. work. So, how? What's the dividing line between this is healthy stress and oh mm-hmm. my word, my life is falling apart now? <laughs> I would say, um, kind of that line. It's a very thin line. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say it's more manageable when you feel like you are able to prepare and overcome that event that is causing you stress. If you have an exam and you know you start studying two weeks ahead of time and you kind of split it up. You might feel the stress increasing going up to that event, mm-hmm. to the test, but you feel much more prepared leading up to it. Right. I would say when it becomes unmanageable is, is when you feel like you cannot accomplish any steps to try to prepare or alleviate that stressor. Um, so like you mentioned, if you feel like you're going to get fired from work <laughs> um, and you feel like it's out of your control and um, that could be something that's much more unmanageable. Right. 
So can you talk about how stress is different from, say, anxiety, depression, or PTSD? Mm-hmm. So I would say stress is kind of the the trigger that could lead to that. So stress can happen from, like we mentioned, everyday mm-hmm. um, kind of occurrences and events. Um, anxiety, um, depression, PT- PTSD is obviously, you know, you went through a traumatic experiences that can cause you stress. But when it reaches a certain level of um, symptomology, it becomes uh, like a more clinical diagnosis. Mm-hmm. But same thing with anxiety and depression. Um your level of stress could lead to anxiety in terms of feeling like um, there's this threat um, that's occurring or that's going to occur that may not always be there and may not be as, um, I want to say, like as rational or mm-hmm. as, as of a logical threat. Um, but I would say stress in itself is um, an occurrence that everybody experiences. Right. Um, when it gets to certain symptomology or, you know, it impacts kind of all aspects of your life in a more consistent, continuous basis is when it can kind of go into more of the diagnostic side of it. Mm, Interesting. So it sounds like, you know, if if stress was like this gauge, Mm -hmm. everyone's needle moves in Mm -hmm. terms of stress. But when you're in the red. When you're always in the red. When you're always in the red. (laughs) So stress sounds a little bit like um, paralyzing, overwhelming, like Mm -hmm. like it's sort of collapsing your universe Mm -hmm. in a sense. So it's not that so, so... you know me and my metaphors. Yep. So if you were swimming, mm-hmm. <laughs> you might be a tired swimmer, but you can make it to the shore. Yep. Mm. But if stress comes to the point where it's too overwhelming, there's danger of not making it to the other yep. side. Yep. And that's when these other things can happen. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, using the swimmer example, you might have a, you're a you know, swimmer, you're competing. Prior to it, you might have a level of stress of you know wanting to win and wanting to, to reach whatever goal it is that you're doing. Mm. But you might still be able to, like you said, compete. When it gets to that more red level, some people, you know, they might kind of like shut down or panic or in the moment kind of lose focus and, you know, like where you kind of forget what you're doing in the moment, um, kind of have more of that effect. Okay. Okay. So when should a student reach out for more support about managing life stressors to try to get to the other side? I would say that's obviously very different for everyone. But once you feel that the stress is reaching a place where you need assistance. So if you've been trying different things to alleviate that stress and you feel like it hasn't been as effective or maybe you feel like you don't feel confident in your ability to cope, Mm -hmm. um, I would say reach out. Probably better to do it earlier um, to kind of take more of a preventative approach. Um, But anytime that you feel like it is reaching a place that it's going to impact you more than it should, Mm. um, which is a different threshold for everyone. Right. Um, But... That's what, you know, that's what CAPS is here for and okay. the resources are available. Plug for that, it. So. Okay. All right. <laughs> shout us out. Shout us out. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, so as students, mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's talk about it. We, we are not strangers to stress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as humans who've gone through this, I, I want to call it an emotional earthquake mm-hmm. <laughs> that has been these past few years and we're digging out, you know, and still trying to make sense of our lives. What were some of the things, and this is a question for both of you, okay. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> what were some of the things that you utilized to help you to make it to the other side? How did you keep swimming in, mm. in what was, in my mind, a tsunami? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so talk to me. What, what, what were some of your key strategies for navigating all mm-hmm. of it? Mm-hmm. I think for me, obviously, when COVID started, things everything was shut down. So yeah. I really had to kind of reinvent the way that I coped um, just because there wasn't as many outlets. Uh, but for me, it was really making sure that I got the rest that I needed sleeping. Everything was remote, so obviously I had more chances to sleep. Um, but 
also making sure that I did things I enjoyed, whether it was watching TV. I got mm-hmm. caught up on a lot of different shows, movies. Um, after a few months and I got really tired of staying in, I uh, I had a bike and I decided to finally use it. So every day I would nice. go out and ride a couple of miles. Okay. Um, at the time I was living in Kansas City. So in the summer, it's not as hot as here. Um, much more green. So it was, it was okay. Yeah. Those, those are facts of life. Yeah. Those are facts. So it was more bearable to, to ride the bike around every day and kind of get some fresh air. At the time, I was also uh, preparing for my dissertation proposal. So that was also an added level of stress. So I really yeah. needed that time to disconnect from my home slash workspace um, and kind of separate myself from that. But as the pandemic went on um, and things started opening up, just making sure like now being here, making sure at least on weekends I can once uh, once every weekend go out with my wife and either, you know, go to dinner, or do something fun or go mm-hmm. for a walk. But just really separating myself from my work and home space. Ooh, That's yeah. it for me, at least. It's my favorite word. Boundaries. That's huge. Yep. Right. <laughs> you had good boundaries. Yep. Okay. I love that word. Good it wasn't word good all the balance. time, but Listen, it got there. <laughs> two Bs. Balance and boundaries. Those okay. are like my favorites. <laughs> so, Karen, okay. tell I'll, me your secrets. Um, what you said about like work, work-life balance, I mm-hmm. totally agree with that. When the pandemic shut everything down and like you were working in your bedroom, it was like a lot of stress. It mm-hmm. was like, you know, when can you escape it? You know, you are in Zoom meetings in your bed and then you go to sleep in your bed. The stress is still there. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely separating that is something I totally agree with. Um, but other ways I handled stress was just looking at examples of myself in the past like oftentimes we forget like we're in this moment and like you said we're catastrophizing (laughs) 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 right and like we think it's the end of the world but then we realize like i've been through like several different end of the worlds and i'm still here Mm -hmm. so how did i manage back then how can i manage now how can i how can i be better than you know who i was back then who you know having meltdowns over stress like how can i you know sit with myself and talk to myself and like evaluate my emotions and just, you know, keep going instead of just sitting and mm-hmm. like shutting down. That's kind of how I handle my stress. I love it. Thank so you, you reflected mm-hmm. on where you are. You sort of tried to manage your emotions yes, so that you can have a better, you can have a better understanding of how you're doing mm-hmm. instead of just, you know, leading into them. Yeah, exactly. Okay, sounds wonderful. So back to you, Rami. Yep. <laughs> um, what are some tips that you would suggest for students on how to manage their stress? I would say one of the easiest things that you can do on your own is really identifying, um, sitting down and identifying things that you enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Um, hobbies, uh, I would like to say, um, and really setting out time to do that. I know a lot of times when we're busy, especially as students, um, we tend to put the things we enjoy on the back burner because we have mm-hmm. all these demands. Yeah. Um, but really setting aside time to, to practice them once a week, once every couple of days. It doesn't have to be you know, hours at a time, but if you enjoy reading, you know, reading a chapter a day, um, taking out 15, 20 minutes um, to do that. If you're um, someone who needs more of like fresh air or physical activity, you know, making sure that you're able to kind of go outside, get some fresh air, even if you need to study, study outside in a new environment. Mm-hmm. Um, but really breaking up that that current routine you're in that causes that stress and incorporating things that bring you joy and make you happy. Awesome. I'd love that. I love um, finding joy. And I also love um, the idea that these stress breaks don't have to take in your whole day. Mm-hmm. Like if you're getting stressed trying to find out how not to be stressed, mm-hmm. that's also a problem. So yeah. just taking a breather. So if yeah. you were a swimmer, for example, pausing, mm-hmm. taking a breath before you keep swimming on, mm-hmm. as opposed to just trying to muscle your way to the end. Yep. You don't have for to sure. stop swimming. 
You don't have to keep swimming to the point of exhaustion and collapse. Yep. You can take a minute and, and take a breath and then reset and keep going. Yep. Yeah, I like it. I, I like it a lot. And I think also one thing that I've noticed is um, when I've worked with different students, they don't realize how s- sometimes it can be very small. Um, making a, a, you know, a, a cup of tea and mm. reading a chapter. If you're into like coloring, you know, there's all those like mandala books and things like that. Yeah. Um, just something small like that to break up that uh, kind of monotony and that stress can, can make a big difference. Mm-hmm. Those are wonderful tips. I did want to ask both of you a question. Okay. Um, what are some things that you're stressed about right now and how are you dealing with it? Lord. <laughs> <laughs> if you feel comfortable sharing, you know, Ooh. you don't have to air your business out on, you know, radio, but. You have know. you looked outside? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the, the cost of everything, finances. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, that's a whole nother show. Right yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's trying. a whole nother show. <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. let me start by how I manage that. Yes. Um, cultivate joy. Mm-hmm. I look for joy. In every opportunity, I cultivate joy on my social media pages mm-hmm. um, so that when I open it up, it makes me happy. Yes. Um, I try to find moments of joy. I set aside time in the morning for myself. Not mm-hmm. a lot because, you know, I got to get ready. But mm-hmm. like five, just five minutes to just sit and breathe. Mm-hmm. You know, I remind myself that I'm human yeah. and that I'm not going to do it all in one day. So I try to practice self-compassion and, and empathy. And I try to give myself grace and give other people grace. Mm-hmm. So, but... That's a lot. There's yeah. a lot happening out there. And <laughs> I think I'm still swimming. <laughs> keep swimming. Yeah. I'm going to keep swimming. You mm-hmm. know, I might lay on the door for a moment like old girl in the movie. <laughs> Titanic. <laughs> oh, my god! But once I've rested, I will get back out and swim some more. I heard you. I heard you. The lifeboat is coming. It's coming. It's coming. Mm-hmm. I would say for me, my level of stress has... Okay. Um, alleviated a lot i was like i was working on my dissertation and i just finished so i feel like this big weight is off my shoulders Mm -hmm. so i would say right now i feel like relatively not as stressed obviously like i mentioned finances but Mm -hmm. i feel like i've had a big break in kind of what i've been doing the last year so uh, for me it's not as time it hasn't been as stressful recently but i'm sure you know once i get used to this uh (laughs) not having as many demands like academically i'm sure you know different things will start stressing me out as well new stress will find you yep yeah so I have a question yes um for all of us okay <laughs> <laughs> as we navigate all of this you know as we come through all of this um what is something that you wish you knew about how to manage it like what is something you wish you knew what is something you learned and what is something you're still learning mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Who wants Something to start? I wish you knew. Yeah. Um, about navigating life and right. all of the, we'll call them challenges. Right on. <laughs> that come with <laughs> That's it. a good word. Um, I wish I knew it wasn't the end of the world um, and that I'm stronger than I think. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was younger, it was really hard for me to manage my stress because, like, how would I manage my stress? Like, I was just kind of you know teenage hormones and all that thing you know just angsty and just i'm just gonna write in my journal you know i hate my mom or whatever like it wasn't even that serious it really wasn't and i really thought like if i didn't have my life figured out it would be like the end of me and that would just you know everything would fall apart and i would end up you know in the worst possible scenario and 
really it was not that bad. It wasn't bad at all. It was, I mean, most of the things that I'm into right now, I kind of just stumbled my way into them. So now I'm just kind of just like living life and just watching what happens and things are working out. So I'm like kind of in a positive light right now. Mm. And I wish I could have shown my younger self that. Um, Something that I'm still learning right now. Kind of just to let myself feel it. Um, now I've, I've been rationalizing like, oh, you know, it's not the end of the world. It's, it's this, this, that I can do it. And then I just don't let myself feel my emotions and just like, like it is okay to be stressed. Not all stress is bad, you know, just you can feel it and move on. And like, yeah, that's what I'm learning right now. Oh, I love that so much. <laughs> so the balance between recognizing that it's okay to force gump your way through life. <laughs> right. <laughs> And that it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And also not invalidating your own emotions or minimizing your own emotions and silencing your own voice and Mm -hmm. saying it's okay to feel hurt or sad or all those other feelings that, you know, we're okay with the the quote unquote good emotions. Yeah. I can Mm -hmm. feel happy. I can feel joy. Mm -hmm. Sadness, go away. (laughs) I don't want you here. Yeah. You know, disappointment, suck it up and keep moving. Mm -hmm. So I, I think there's truth to that. Embracing all of it, the good and the bad, and recognizing you will survive it. Yes. Mm -hmm. The good and the bad. For sure. So it's awesome. Hmm. I would say for myself, one thing that I wish I knew when I was younger is that things always work itself works itself out. Yeah. Um, I feel like I would place a lot catastrophizing, I would place a lot of um weight on things that were occurring and thinking that, you know. I won't overcome them, but looking back, like everything that has occurred, I've been able to overcome mm-hmm. um, naturally. So just reminding myself that I have the tools that I need um, to overcome whatever the stressor is. And one thing that I'm still learning is that I don't have to be in control of everything that's going on. I'm someone who likes to be very organized and make <laughs> plans and um, write things down and all of that. And when things don't go to according to plan, it, it definitely bothers me more than it should. So mm-hmm. really learning how to go with the flow and, um, being more adaptable or right being on. able to adapt better to different yeah. changes. I, I am also part of the DTM doing the most, doing mm-hmm. too much crew, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> which is, you know, my desire to control the outcome mm-hmm. <laughs> by controlling all of it. So I, I can, so yeah, we're, I see you. Yeah. For sure. we're, we're the same. Um, I think the thing that younger me, I, you know, I wish I could have imparted suited to younger me is that, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You're going to be okay. You know, life is always going to have its stressors. Um, the thing that's most important is to find support and find ways to self-soothe, mm-hmm. you know, um, and that, you know, catastrophizing, you know, it's not, uh, you know, I thought that I knew catastrophe till like 2020. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. And I just want to put it out there. We survived that mess. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're here. We're still, we're still surviving that mess, mm-hmm. you know? And to the point about control, like, listen, there is no place in my crystal ball that told me that was coming. Yeah. <laughs> I am so sorry that, you know, I, I despite what I felt was my, my psychic abilities <laughs> 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 to, to predict and therefore control the future, mm-hmm. I was blindsided by all of it. But mm-hmm. yet and still, when push came to shove, I was able to either have the tools or find the tools. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important. Yes. You know, you don't have to have all the tools. You can find the tools. And I'd like to think that we're one of those tools. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, it's okay 
to feel stressed. It's also okay to say, can you help me with this stress? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's okay to catastrophize. Well, well, <laughs> let me reframe that. If you are catastrophizing, mm-hmm. it's okay to seek support to help you not yep. to do it. I'm not yes. suggesting people go out there and start catastrophizing. No, don't yeah. do that. Please don't. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying that doing that doesn't make you a bad person. Lots of people do that. Mm -hmm. You know, we tend to skew negative as a human species. It's what we do. Mm -hmm. What I am still learning is that it's okay, sort of like Rami said, to not be in control. I don't Mm -hmm. have to be part of the DTM committee. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's okay to take a breather. Yeah. You know, like Karen said, and get in touch with my emotions and understand what my needs are mm-hmm. around the emotions. It doesn't make me a bad human because I'm sad or disappointed or angry even, mm-hmm. you know? So balance, mm-hmm. right? Yes. The two B words, balance and boundaries. Let's <laughs> <laughs> wake that up. <laughs> yes. Like those are my favorite B words, man. <laughs> <laughs> I did want to talk about um, asking for help because we kind of touched on that a little bit. What are some ways that, um, you know, besides caps, because we'll we'll plug that. But mm-hmm. um, what are some ways that you can ask for help in your personal life, like with your own connections? I think um, leaning on those that are closest to you. I think mm-hmm. as humans, we try to solve things on our own all the time. Yes. We feel like we don't want to bother other people or they have a lot of stuff on their plate as well, which may be true. Um, but you might find that when you do go to others, they might come to you as well. And you can mm-hmm. kind of build your own little um, support group as well within your friend group, family yeah. group, whatever the case is. But I think it's just really being open and honest with um, yourself and finding comfort in talking to other people. Yeah. For sure. I like that. Yeah. And recognizing that struggling is not the same as failing, mm-hmm. you know. So asking for help is actually a sign of strength. Yes. I agree. You know, rather than being crushed under the weight of it. And mm-hmm. and finding appropriate sources that you can trust to have those conversations with. You know, if you have them in your family, if you have them in community, that is wonderful. If you don't, it's okay to reach outward. Mm-hmm. You know, I know there's this thing around mental health that, you know, if I if I see a therapist, that means something's wrong with you. If you see a therapist, it means that you know that you need support. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's smart. That's, man, <laughs> therapy is the highest form of self-love. Yes. Mm-hmm. It is the highest form of self-love. For sure. It says that I love me so much. I don't care what other people think. Mm-hmm. I'm going to love me. By taking care of me. Mm-hmm. So For sure. I would say reach out to your support sources and also look around at what's causing you stress in your life. Take an honest inventory. Mm-hmm. You know, is it your relationship? Can you be honest about that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it your job? Oh, well, I think it's time for us to wrap. I know that was abrupt. <laughs> <laughs> we're not time for us. We were in here. We were in here talking. I was all up and through that. Okay, so <laughs> thank you once again for joining us at 91.5 KUNB. I want to give the guests a chance to share. Was there anything else that you needed to share with us before you went? No, I think we can talk about plug caps um, for all students. Uh, we are located in the Student Recreation Wellness Center on the third floor. Um, all students who are taking courses or are registered for classes can are eligible for free services up to 12 sessions per year. Um, we also do offer groups as well throughout the year, um, different support groups and, and processing groups as well. And then we also do um, medication management if needed, and we can give resources in the community if um, you need something more long term or you're looking for something closer to home or whatever the case is. Ooh, I awesome. love that. A full service plug. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> You've closed it out. We're good now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you can call CAPS at 
Or you can visit the CAPS website at unov.edu slash CAPS uh, for more information. Um, This was Let's Talk UNLV Student Wellness Takeover at 91.5 KUNV. I'm Karen Jean Charles. And I'm Dr. Tanya Crabb. And we'll see you next time. Peace. (laughs) Peace. For more Let's Talk UNLV, be sure to follow us on social media where you can get the latest updates on the show plus great behind-the-scenes content. We're on Facebook at Let's Talk UNLV Podcast, Twitter at Let's Talk UNLV, and Instagram at Let's Talk UNLV Pod.